Thanks for listening to the Stimulate Run podcast. If you like what you hear, remember to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. If you would like to get in touch or have questions for the panel, please make contact by email or slide into the DMs on any of the social channels. Here's your host, Erwin, with panel members Wayne, Sandy, Jackie and Darren. Christmas episode. <laughs> yes. Well, me. Right. Welcome. Christmas episode. Sandy's just labelled it. Everybody is in the house. Wayne is on holiday and you'll be able to tell folks. So we have Wayne, Sandy, Jackie, Darren and myself. Welcome to the last episode of 2021. We made it. Yeah. Hello, and everyone. Amazing, amazingly, we've done races. Hello. We've all done multiple races to think, you know, we were all sitting here this time last year uh, in a bit of no man's land. No idea where we're going, coming or going. Yeah. Um, True. And, you know, there's been marathons and, and our, you know, Melbourne marathons on the weekend, which mm-hmm. I messaged Wayne to see if he was watching. Valencia Marathon was amazing to see. Massive mm-hmm. crowds and, um, yeah, so things are really starting to, to happen. <clears throat> um, so we look forward to 2022, we think. We had a border announcement locally, yeah, which might not mean to, much to many <laughs> listening overseas, but um, the little island is about to be released. And let's go around, around the grounds. We're going straight to the man jumping out of his chair. Wayne, do you want to share what you've been up to? And we'll go oh, from yeah. there. Absolutely. Good evening. It's, uh, it's wonderful to be back in Queensland. Um, after being over in WA, um, and just today I found that my, oh, I call it my adopted hometown of, of Perth has locked me out again today, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm still smiling, <laughs> and it's just given me some more time at home. Um, we discussed that with work before we come on, so if it, if it locked out again, uh, I basically got about six weeks off, so the borders are open, I think, late, uh, early February. So, um, yeah, it's just, it just means they've closed me out for ADU. So I've got to work around that. <laughs> they closed me out last, this year and he's done it again. And next year, so, oh, no way. Uh, that's okay. We'll keep working, see what happens. Darn it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Saying. That's what I said. I was oh, God. Yeah. And forget about it all. Just, mm. just have a laugh. Anyway, um, yeah, I've, I've basically. Um, I've been at work for the last, oh, I've been at home for almost a week now. Um, and straight into training uh, was my forecast training. Caught up with two uh, relatively new training partners. They, they sort of distance runners, but awesome. I went running in the, uh, basically, it's uptown in Toowoomba. Been training up in Toowoomba, which is about an hour and a half out of Brisbane. Uh, doing a bit of, uh, a fair bit of, uh, of distance work and, and getting into it and feeling so good, feeling so good. So it's so nice just to run. It's, it's um, for the, those of you who don't know, Toowoomba is like a, a rural little town, like just outside the city. And it's just nothing but long, straight, flat, flat roads, which reminds me a lot of Peter Maritzburg. Um, a, a very dry type of uh, heat out there, but just lovely. Lots of cows, lots of animals, lots of uh, fresh Lots of lots of fresh grass you can see. Lots of rain out there. So um, awesome. Um, just just again in the last few weeks to watch all the marathons coming back. Um, yes, I was Melbourne Marathon. Dion had such a great run for, for the listeners who know him. Um, he's been trying to crack two twenty. Ran a phenomenal race. Um, there are a few excellent results there. 
yesterday, last week was Valencia. It was so good. I had two personal friends who ran there. Uh, they didn't have the outcome they wanted, but um, awesome runs. And it's so good to see, you know, things in a sense coming back to normal. Um, today, in my hometown, as Sandy and Darren will tell you, the borders have opened in Queensland. So we're getting an yes. influx of, of interstate visitors from from all over. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just bloody WA, Sandy. That's all we're going to work on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for those boy. who don't know, overseas in South Africa and that sort of thing, and that's just the borders get closed from state to state. And sometimes it's, it's, it's quite a, a mission to navigate yourself, your way across one state to the next. Uh, my big race is basically scheduled to be back in WA in, in just, uh, just over five weeks. So um, I've just got to navigate my way through there. We don't know if we're going to go to Tasmania, uh, which is the only state that's open to Western Australia. But the problem is I'm sure if I go there, something will happen there. Bang! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm staying optimistic. I'm doing all my uh, social distancing and everything. Um, but as far as training is going, I think if I look back on 21 and give a, a, a quick, crazy recap, um, I've had a lovely, a good 21 in spite of, uh, you know, not much, not been able to do much. Um, it's still been a, a very productive year. I've managed just over 7,500 kilometers, which I was planning. I didn't plan on getting that far, but I, I got there. Um, managed to um, tick a few boxes. Uh, and basically, my goal for 2022 is to have an awesome year. I know every year I say that, but I, I know, and I'm saying this well in advance, that I'm so confident of a of a of an exciting 2022. I can't wait for it. That's the way I'm approaching it um, from every aspect of life. Uh, in particular, running. I just continue to build and to move towards that. Um, it's a funny thing, and it's quite uh, you know just before I actually didn't know we we're talking tonight, which is the truth, uh, <laughs> because I haven't been checking, keeping up to date with things, but. Um, yeah, we went out training this afternoon. I just come back. Uh, we've been clocking up these uh, ninety-minute runs. Um, again, all aerobic based, which is just working real well in my favour. I've bumped up the mileage, so I'm basically averaging a lot more than than normal. And because I'm on holiday and it's the silly season, I believe you can go for it. So, um, mm -hmm. what better reason? You know, the last week or so being at home just. It's lovely to be home because, you know, you just everywhere you go, people recognize you and just, you know, just just being able to smile and get out there and to feel alive. It's magic. Real good. Real good. Um, again, over the course of the last year, um, just to watch the improvements and to listen to so many people uh, improve and, and, and push through COVID has been an inspiration. Um, again, can't wait for 22 listening closely to whether or not comrades if and will go ahead. <laughs> so um, just hanging tight for that. Um, again, my immediate plans, I'm not going to hide it. Uh, we've just decided in January, January 9th, because I'm locked out of WA, I'm going to go to Tasmania, where Sandy went there last year. So I'm going to go yes. to the Hobart Marathon, but I'm Hobart. not going to race it. 100% not going to mm -hmm. race it. I'm just just going to have, I've got some good friends who are going to do it. So I'm just we're just going to go for a nice run so i'm just gonna go on uh do maybe a week or two in tassie nice uh, and, and then yeah. I, yeah and then hopefully i can get closer to perth that time and then that'll be an extension straight into if it goes 
towards ADU will be sort of the plan. That's my immediate plan. And then the forecast going forward um, is to, um, I've got a half marathon planned uh, sometime in February. Hopefully I can kick on to that. And that should, if all things go well, lead on to something in March or April. Uh, I'd like to do a marathon in one of those two months. So I've got a choice of three, but I haven't finalized that. Um, I caught up this week with Don, Don Wallace, and he, just like me, is super excited. We're pumped. Um, I've gone into a new phase of testing. I do a lot of lactate testing when I run now, which is on the run. Um, and that, if, so, if, if you don't know, it's basically just to, to, to check, ensure that I don't get into that danger zone by actually doing a, a check. So we do that every 45 minutes. So I do it halfway to run, halfway out. We do a lactate check just to see how the, how the blood's cooking. Um, a lot of, a lot of um, I don't know, I, I've been following a lot of distance runners, especially the guys from, from Norway. They seem to do a lot of it. Um, so we're just sense. experimenting. Yeah, that's that's where you got it. I would hit the nail on the head. And, and of course, I don't know if you heard the, um, uh, the uh, Ironman record was broken. The guy who won the, who broke the world record in the Ironman this year in Mexico, as well as winning the... Um, Olympic gold medal in the triathlon. Mm-hmm. He's basically been doing, they all know each other, they all do the same program. So that's what Don and I are trying on. Um, it's just an experiment, just to see how it goes and if we can uh, strike a good balance. Uh, I know it works, but it's, it's a matter of now putting sides together. So super excited. Um, this is my favorite time of the year. Um, it, it's Christmas time. Sadly, I don't, <laughs> mind having a, I don't mind having a wine. Or two. Christmas. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I get a bit yeah. over social. I get a bit over social, especially <laughs> if I'm at home. If I'm at home, oh, I love it. I love it. So it's my favorite time of the year. I get a bit giddy, and I'm glad we're not recording sort of around Christmas time. Owen, this is a good time because I'm, I'm social now. Two weeks out. You can imagine me in two weeks' time, Sandy. If you want to see me, I'll be super, super charmed. I can just picture it. Oh, so we've got, uh, just so I can throw this in, sorry, I know it's off running, but yeah, this year I'm actually meeting, we've got all our family coming off, we've got a lot of family coming from interstate, uh, my sister lives in the Gold Coast, so we're all going to spend Christmas there, super excited, I'm going to be running on Christmas Day though, I will be running because lunch is at midday, so I'm going to do my Christmas Day run, so that's super, super excited about that, so also guys, we I, I just hope, I know we're all in for a big uh, silly season, but we've got to keep, stick to the program, because we are, uh, we all got some races coming up. I know that. Yes. So um, keep mm-hmm. a close eye on that. So that's me in a nutshell. Nothing too serious. Um, just really excited. The fitness feels so good. Yesterday I did a long run of about two and a half hours. And uh, we just ticked along and felt so good. And basically we've been back in that dub. So every day now it's basically, it's, it's, it's game on now. So if it all goes to plan, uh, our next episode should be a good one. I would quietly confident. <laughs> Good. And that's me. That's me in a nutshell. So, Wayne, for those that don't know, the lactate test, so you're basically stopping and you're doing the blood prick uh, yes. while you're running? So after a rep yes. or... Yep. Yeah, so 45 minutes in, we run, do a prick, mm-hmm. um, just, just a, 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 on the finger. Uh, just, yeah, and basically it's, it's a blood lactate monitor, which gives you a reading straight away. And then I know if I'm obviously above a certain, I know exactly where I need to be. So if I'm starting to cook up, um, it's a bit, I'm actually working too hard, just slow down. Um, truth be told, oh, actually last week in Perth, I flew into Perth 
what was today? Monday. I flew to Perth Tuesday, Wednesday. Man, it was super hot. It was like almost 40 degrees. Yes. Yeah. And stinking hot. And I went for an easy run. And I was cooking, Owen. I couldn't even, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was shocking. I, I took a reading and, and it was off the chart. Um, so anyway, yeah. But, but basically, it's just to see where that, that level is and stay in that safe zone. So I don't want to be working too much so that if you train well, and obviously if you recover well, and you train well, it goes hand in hand. So if, you, if you're basically cooking up too much, the next day you'll start to feel it. So you're just staying out of that danger zone. That's all it is in layman's terms. Cool. Yeah, and we're talking about the Ingebrigtsons. So this is where this whole phenomenon kind of came to light. So mm. those that aren't running nuffies like Wayne and I, they do a <laughs> YouTube series. So it's basically, it's a group of brothers, and their dad was their, or is their coach. Is their and coach, yeah. If you go on YouTube and go right for episode one, you'll see one of the brothers called Jakob, and he was the youngest. And Jakob was almost a bit of a baby when the series first started. But now mm-hmm. Jakob is one of the best, well, pretty much is the best runner in the world on the track Absolutely. and cross country. Um, but the brother, the dad stops them during their workouts and does the, the prick test. And at, at <laughs> first, when you're watching it, you're like, what on earth is this? But you fast forward <laughs> to now, and it's this big um, thing in pretty much world endurance sport so that's he pretty much he brought it to public light probably more so via the youtube um channel so yeah Um, we digress but that um it's pretty interesting if you go back and watch those those three boys um do their training on there yeah and and they showed openly on youtube they've got a channel uh oh and so they 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 don't keep anything you know and like they said their, their dad the science is in there. Norwegians are, are world leading in that. So, um, yeah, it's just, just just the same base. They train the exact same way. And, and basically, development, they, they know that it's a detailed development that, that works. It's almost like the Williams sisters of tennis are the Ingebrigtsons of running, really. Um, <laughs> Spot on. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, before Wayne and I could probably go on about that for a few hours, but maybe that's a, maybe that's a new podcast. <laughs> um, Wayne, have you done? You've done Tassie Marathon before, hey? The yes, I've done. You've done before. 2018, okay. uh, we went down. Yeah. Okay, so Love you know it. exactly oh, what you're in for. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sandy, yeah, yep. and, and for me, the main thing. Sorry, Marcel, I'm going off the top. I love the food and the wine in Tasmania. Very, <laughs> very. Oh, yeah, it's if, good. Yeah, it's a good marathon. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Owen. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. Obviously, we did it last year. It 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 got moved out to April, but it's back to back to January again. That's and right, January. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's quite. It's like early in the year. You have to. Um, kind of got to be ready for a marathon in January. It's almost like hard for the brain to comprehend unless <laughs> at, at your guys level where you're just ready any time, I think, for a marathon. <laughs> so so your Christmas and New Year can't be too good, Wayne. <laughs> you, no, you've I got can't. to go run a marathon. No overindulging, but definitely. No overindulging, yeah, no. <laughs> definitely calculated, definitely calculated. But I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. Can't wait. So nice so, to be home. Lovely. So you'll pretty much do a longer workout in that, Wayne? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's that's basically like every so basically twice a week now. I'm doing a long run, so it'll be 40, 50k runs twice a week. So um, basically, that, that it'll be a long run and nothing too serious. So as Sandy knows, it's not a flat course. Um, no, by no, any means. So not. you can't yeah. think you're going to go. On. Otherwise, you you know recovery will be. So I'm just going with. Um, I've got two good friends going down. 
and and they basically asked me to take them to a 315 marathon you know they 315 is the time so i said come on boys mm. let's do it just cost you a wine or two but <laughs> do, you, do you want a job in april yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let me know where. Yeah. <laughs> I've got money to stay, so I can help you too. You're just going to be a gun for hire going around the country. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> well, uh, where, where you can get to. Hey, I'm not too expensive. A couple of um, and we're good. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, though, what kind of field turns up there because nobody who ran yesterday is going to be turning up. So you're probably Absolutely. looking at possibly anybody who maybe did Perth or just before, even Perth, pretty late, actually. So you're probably yeah. looking at, you know, people who ran a July marathon. Um, yeah. yeah, so That'd I think nothing, nothing past October is anybody's going to be lining up at the front of that. And another interesting fact, Owen, is that <clears throat> that race in the past wasn't officially measured, so it wasn't given mm. IAAF accrediting. And, and as, of, as of this year, when Sandy went, it, it, it was officially given that title, oh. so... Yeah, I think I might know somebody who will jump on the front of that. But there you anyway. go. Um, <laughs> mm. All right, cool. And I know that we'll speak about it. Well, do you want to answer now, Wayne? Anything that you will look to implement into the next year or anything you would change, um, like a running resolution? No, I think, again, with my focus being so driven towards comrades, um, again, I've always got backup plans, but I'm not changing anything at this stage, Owen. Um, I, I know exactly what I'm working towards, so I need to tick these boxes. Um, and and if, if you know if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, don't don't go and do anything mm. silly at this stage. So um, I'm just sticking to the formula. That's why I said we reassessed uh, on Friday, and we could see where we at. So very happy, um, just cutting all the hill-based stuff out. But um, yeah, that's. Stick to answer your question, nothing will change over. Nothing. Cool. All right. The lady that I had the pleasure of spending two runs with, I think it was. Last two. Week, and two. she geez, did she put in some mileage. If I've ever seen somebody uh, escalate their mileage in a week, this is that person. Um, but no, it was good to catch up with you, Sandy. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And I must be honest, doing all that mileage, I, I just thought of Wayne. I thought, Oh my God, Wayne, you do you do what I do every week, and I was like, after that week, I was like, oh no, that's when I now need to take two days off <laughs> to recover. I did think of you. I thought, oh my gosh, I eventually made it up to some decent mileage, and then, I, but I, I could never do it again the next week. Oh, back it up. word. <laughs> no, I'm not ready to back it up yet, but I must say it was really good. So, um, yeah, just to go straight into that, actually, uh, we we had a fantastic uh, couple of days. I, I don't know if uh, any of the listeners remember that I did a bit of a competition um, for on running shoes um, a while a while back, and we managed to get ourselves. Uh, we were like, uh, so it was our running the Gold Coast Run Co. Um, into the team and we managed to come top Australian team and we all won running shoes and it was pretty all pretty exciting and then we got into the, the what they called the final rounds which we knew was going to happen at some stage but then it got called out as the first of December and that's when I was basically landing in Perth so got to Perth and 
it was all based on the same thing again. You have to do um, as much mileage as you can, and but you also have to do a 5K time trial. So here I was just, I, you know, I'm not that fast somewhere. I'm definitely like one of the slowest in the team. And I, I had to... I had to prove myself otherwise. So I was going to just smash mileage, <laughs> which I know as a comrades runner, I can do if I put my mind to it, my body can do it. And it's amazing how I actually just did, even though I've only been running sort of around about 40 to 50K weeks, that I could just, I could put it on and I didn't get injured, fortunately. Um, obviously, the body's got a bit stronger with the gym work I've been doing. And yeah, I just... Uh, I, th- I think I, I did ended up doing about 130 k's in about nine days. Um, wow. So I added huge mileage, which was great. But we had to. We ended up in in the first round. My 5k time trial. Believe it or not, I got a two second PB. <laughs> so, but I still didn't get my sub nice. 25. I was so sad. I was like 25, <laughs> 19. I was like 19 seconds. Can you believe it? Anyway, but it was two seconds faster than than a PB that I did in 2016. So I was really, I was, I was pretty happy with it. But then, of course, we made it into the semifinals, and we had to do another 5k time trial. Now I had. 70 k's in my legs in in four days and i was like oh wow this isn't going to go very well <laughs> so, so my, my unfortunately my second 5k time trial was about 27 minutes and i was like and my brain would not even tell my legs to go faster it was just it sort of shut down and it was like i know how to go far but i don't know how to go fast <laughs> And I just, oh, I tried so hard. But anyway, so unfortunately, we, we didn't make it into the final. So we got into the top eight teams. Um, and then we got knocked out by the German team in, in the semifinals. They had the, all their runners. None of their runners did under sub, uh, over over 20 minutes. They were all sub 20 minutes. Um, and that counted for a lot more. So I said to our group, they should have just asked us politely as slower runners to to step aside <laughs> and let the faster <laughs> runners continue. But anyway, it was all part of the fun of it. And it, I, I must say, there was a, it was absolutely brilliant. And I loved every minute of it. And it, the whole team came together. And it's amazing how well everybody just contributed and ran. And it was a really, really fun competition. So we look forward to doing another one. Um, yeah, and then, of course, that has actually taken me a step closer to reaching my uh, 2021 kilometers in 2021 because um, I was a little bit off of that. And I was like, oh, come on. Anyway, now I've only got 100 Ks to go to reach that. In So it's like nothing for the rest of the year. It's an average of 5 Ks a day. So I should be able to do that, no problem. So I'm still also going to be turning legs over now in December. Um, I've taken a, taken two days off just to give give the body a little bit of a break, and yeah, now I'll just continue as normal. Um, I, the one thing that I have uh, sort of done in the last month, which I've been meaning to do for absolutely ages, because I've never kept a tally of my marathons and my ultras, and I think I've said on the podcast before that um, many times I get asked at a start line, like especially if it's a novice runner. So how many marathons have you done? And I'm always terribly embarrassed about the fact that I actually don't know how many I've done. <laughs> so I've, this this month I've actually sat down and I've counted them up. 
and um, so I and, and I was I, I thought I'd done more marathons. I must be honest, but anyway, it turns out I haven't. So I've done twenty four marathons and twenty two ultras. So I've done a forty six wow, wow, total wow. of the com- combined. So I'm looking to hopefully in twenty twenty two to take that up to fifty. So I, I'm hoping in my next year in twenty twenty two to do at least four. Um, marathons and ultras it's got to be in official races I've obviously done more marathons in training runs and things but I'm talking official races yeah so hopefully 2022 somewhere along the line that'll be comrades Hawks Bay and then I'll have to find another two that I'm going to add into 2022 yeah so that's that's wow. that's one of the things that I that I look look forward to doing um, and then I think the other I, I just had a quick look back in my notes here as to what my 2021 goals were. And I was horrified to see that I had written here very clearly a sub four marathon. <gasps> and I haven't done it. <laughs> so I did not meet my 2021 goal, but you know what? I'm going to keep trying. I, I, I will not, I'm not going to give up. I, I did it. say that if, if I, if, if I, I feel like I'm just improving in, in little bits and pieces. So, uh, hopefully, you know, somewhere in, in this year, you know, you never know at Hawke's Bay, nice, cool marathon. Um, I haven't managed. I've only last year, this year, well, in 2021, I had Christchurch. But, of course, we never got there because of all the, the, the lockdowns and, and the, you know, the border trouble. And so I, my, we, I did Tassie, which is hilly, and that didn't, uh, didn't help me get a sub four. And then we did Sunshine Coast Marathon, which was so hot. So I'm, I'm going to give myself a little leeway on, <laughs> on that one. I see one of the goals that I did meet for the year was the Great Ocean Road 60 kilometers. So I'm very happy that, um, that I can actually say that I did meet the one goal of the year. Um, but you know what? I've just realized that, you know, change happens. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's things. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever read that book, Who Moved My Cheese. It's such a good it's such a good little book to read, and it, it pretty much tells you the lessons that you learn. You have to anticipate change. You've got to monitor the change. You have to adapt to change quickly. You need to then do the change, and you must enjoy the change and be ready to change again and enjoy So don't be again. afraid of change, Sandy. Don't be. You know what? We've, yeah. we've, had, we've all had a year of it. We've had a mm. year of what we think we're going to do, and then it doesn't happen. We've had a change. We, and we've all had to go in different directions. And, and you know what? I, I've, I must be honest, even though I didn't go on the journey I thought I was going to go on this year, I, I've enjoyed my year regardless. So I think that's, that's the important thing that we're just going to have to take forward with us in, in, in still the certain amount of uncertainty that, that we're going forward into in 2022. So, yeah, if that's – I mean, I, I pray for comrades. I I just, I can't even, uh, that's all I just, I'm praying <laughs> that we all get there next year and yeah. uh, whatever it takes. Um, and, but you know what, if, if, if things happen again, like they did this year, well, we'll just have to adapt and, yes. and, and make another plan. So, yeah, so that's, that's really my 2021, 2022 kind of summed up. Um, change. I, I know Erwin said we can add that in as well. I think my only change is going to be two things, actually. 
I tried Morton's. Erin will be very happy to know that I eventually <laughs> tried Morton's. <laughs> and I really liked it. And I think they agree with me. So I think that's going to be the one change that I'm going to have going forward. And then secondly, I, I, I do think that I'm, I'm going to look at, I've, I've done all the tests for my tummy and everything is normal and no action necessary. And, and everything is absolutely fine medically. So and I just realized that I'm going to probably need, like Erwin and I discussed, see a dietitian and, 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 and look at changing diet. So, yeah, those are pretty much um, my two things. I, I don't know, maybe you guys know how easy it is to change running form. I've listened to an interesting podcast on um, Helen Hall, Born to Run, and how to run efficiently. And I think my running style... Um, it leaves a lot to be desired in my running form. <laughs> so, but I don't know how easy it is to change running form. First thing I I'll know. do is go get a gait analysis. So really? go get on the treadmill, get it videoed, yeah. and then yeah. you learn the most by seeing what you look like. Because you you're gonna, so? you, what you think okay. you look like is completely yeah. different to what you're gonna look to like. Oh, no, look, I know that already. <laughs> when you run past and look at yourself in the reflection in, in the windows, you're like, oh, no, I thought I felt like I was running forwards and going so fast. And you look like you're sitting back in your heels, you know. So I do know that, but it's to change it. Like, I suppose you've got to make little changes. But it slowly. depends what type of change. Like, you don't really know what changes, like, why are you implementing change? most people change their form because it's something it's creating something like, like so you know the cricketer injury. michael clark he yeah. had to change his yeah. whole running gait because he's, he's had back issues so instead okay. of landing on his heels he had to learn how to strike on his toes and it took like okay. months and months okay. and months they had to change that so if yeah. your form like are you saying change your form to go quicker to go faster yeah yeah so that's not what your form's necessarily going to do no, you need okay. to be putting other things into place, like your drills and the type yeah. of sessions you're doing. And that will increase okay. your form. So your form, like your cadence, will increase yeah. based around the type of sessions you're doing. So there's some okay, people that so are horrific really your when they run. Style. Well, not necessarily. Okay. Like that's mm. the top end. Mm. That's the cream on the cake, right? Like mm. if you do the grunt work and the real changes, it'll mm. change. Your form will tighten up. Um, like, you know, you might have tight hamstrings, so that's impacting your form. You might have tight hips, that's impacting yes. your form. Doesn't sound like you have those issues, right? No, no, not so really. Yeah. It'll be, if you keep doing, you, you do your drills and all that kind of thing before you do sessions. Yes. So yeah. keep doing your ladders and your drills and your form, like ladders especially, so get your knees yes, up. Yes, we do those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to increase your form, so that's going to increase your cadence and your turnover. Okay. It's just um, just why I was interestingly thinking of that was uh, watching Melbourne Marathon yesterday and um, Tim Vincent, who's in, who's one of our top uh, high performance runners, um, he came third in the 21k, yeah. and he ran. Oh, he just. Oh, we're so proud of that boy. I mean, he just. Oh, he just ran so well, and he was in the on competition with us adding as much mileage as I was adding, if not a little more, and running sub-15 minute 5K time trials. So, and then he went and pulled out that 21K in Melbourne. And <laughs> anyway, so we were just, I was taking snapshots of him running in at the finish just to 
seen on the group and just say like, well done, you know, we're so proud of you. And I mean, I just couldn't, I, I like watched the way his front leg and back leg move. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my word, maybe if mine moved like that, I could go faster too. <laughs> So, but I mean, it's amazing when you watch the fast runners. I mean, even you, Wayne, I know we've seen photos and it's, it's the way your style, the way your front leg goes up and the back one kicks up, you know, we don't, we don't do that. But I don't know, maybe you're going to be moving faster for that to happen. I don't know. That's why I brought it up and thought, well, no, okay. that's an awesome topic. Um, just, just that word change that you mentioned there. Uh, Sandy, yeah. there's so much in it because, like Owen said, I did the exact same thing a few years ago. Um, it was highlighted to me a few things that that's just a few little tweaks that needed to be done. And yeah. I'll be very honest, Sandy, it took me about three months to adapt that. But what was done mm -hmm. was um, I was put on a treadmill and they took um, two iPads, uh, one with the side view and one with the front view and one and basically shifting between the two uh, in yeah. lifetime. And then, yeah, it was like Owen says, a gate analysis showed me exactly what needed to be altered. So change, if you look at the meaning of that, means to alter, to verify, to modify. And, yeah. and obviously, there's a lot of people, as humans, we don't like change. No, <laughs> uh, no. You know, yeah. you, you could be in a bad habit and think, oh, it's good, this feels normal. And when someone tries to change that, it's hard. Um, yeah. And the same thing is that, for me, when it comes to comrades, uh, it's an interesting topic because I struggle. I said, why can't I run downhill? And, 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 and I learned why I could. It was my form. I had to change and fix the form. Um, mm -hmm. And the moment I did that, started to relax the shoulders, get the gait mm -hmm. going, man, mm -hmm. it changed. Uh, just simply from, there's an old saying, see how you change when you change how you see. And mm -hmm. exactly that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. All it is is, you know, just someone standing with an iPad, and then slow it down and show you exactly what it is. And that's what takes, it takes time to learn that. And mm. basically, Sandy, the only thing that's stopping you from running fast is your legs just aren't used to, to the cadence, which Owen spoke about, which turning mm -hmm. over that leg cadence, you're not used to it. <laughs> so, so it takes time to get used to it. It does, it takes time to get used to it. And that's why if you, you know, if I take you and you, you, you run, even for me, Sandy, if I go and run yeah. a two minute, 50 kilometer, I'm not used to it. <laughs> so mm, it takes yeah. time to get into that, but your form has got to be mm. true to that change. So Owen hit the nail on the head. Uh, for anyone, get a gait analysis, um, mm. look at your form. And I tell yeah, you I've what, never done that. So, oh, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting Because when you, when you do, even me, Sandy, I'm studying all the time. And when I, it's almost like it's, it's poetry in motion scene. Like watch Kipchoge run. And it's, it's almost, oh, what's the word? I don't have a word for it. Orgasmic, you know, when you yes. look at it, it's yeah, sorry, it's a it's bad beautiful. word. You know, no, you know what I'm saying? It's beautiful, no. it's like you fall in love, you're like, My yes. goodness, look at that. That's just sensational yeah. to watch him run. Watch Bikele run. It's like yeah. poetry in motion. Bob Brahman and I can just sit there and go, My goodness, this is this is it's lovely. It's almost yeah. it's orgasmic. That's yeah. the word. Sorry. Yeah. But just to just to add <laughs> no, to it, 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 yeah, it really is. And that's why I think that, that there is something to it. But I agree with you. I mean, I had the honor of running with doing Jackie's warm up with her, with Erwin when I was in Perth. And I mean, I watched her, then they went into a speed session and I watched her take off. And my word, that cadence was like, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and those legs turned over so quickly. It was unbelievable. And <laughs> I must say, I was like, oh, 
I don't know how I'm ever going to get to do that. My old joints don't want to turn over that quickly anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying, Jackie. I'm going to keep trying. You're a good example. But you know what? Um, where you're ahead, but, Sandy, is that hmm. you actually want to learn and want to change. Like Spot yeah, always, yeah. <laughs> a lot of early students of mine, if they'll never listen to this, but the biggest thing is to talk about like power, power and change is if you do, go, go stand in front of some steps and out of 10 times, go up with the first step. Which foot goes first every time? And I guarantee you, it'll be your most dominant leg. Which dominant. for most people is their right, their right, their right. Mm. And automatically you will do that. But what you need to do is train yourself to go left, left, left. And yeah. it'll take you months and months. But eventually, you'll start going left first, left first. Same when you run. Yeah. Next time you yeah. press start on your watch, what foot goes first? And that's your dominant side, right? So when you go up a hill, what side is doing all the the dominant work? It's your right side, right side. So now for the next three months, I'm going to say to you, go left side, left side. And you will find if you take that on board and keep doing it in three months time, you're going to have perfect balance on both sides, right? Nice. I like that. So, but the thing is a lot of people will go, no, forget it. I'll just be one side dominant and I'll just use my right side. Well, then that's that's where you're completely different you know you're you yeah. identified that you want to possibly make a change yes. so for you it might be that little thing of okay let's take the left the left step left step left step going up so yeah. um but that might be a little test next okay come back in january to us okay. and tell us go up a set of steps or next time yes. you press start on your watch which foot yeah. always goes first okay all right cool no, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I I do know. I'm, I'm I really do want to try and, if not for anything else, to look better when I run. For nicer pictures, man. Nicer photos when I'm running the race. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're being pretty hard on yourself. Though. Like, these were some interesting forms, and like. Oh, yeah, no, no. This I'm a little worse than I am. <laughs> Uh, but there's always room for improvement. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's good. It's been an interesting year, and um, we've got to the end of it. And like like Wayne said, we've managed to, what Urban, we've got in some races. You know, I mean, it's been amazing. So yeah, so I'm I'm happy, and I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. So now we we just got to take it forward into the new year and just perfect it that little bit more. That's that's what we got to do. So that's where I'm at. Thanks, nice. guys. Cool. All right, my turn. Yeah, go for it. I had a race that well, it didn't really eventuate. A lot of people have asked what happened, and I can't even say it's a blow up because <laughs> we're never in it to blow up, right, Sandy? I think that's what I said to you. Um, yeah. yeah. So backtracking, geez, we were the guns were in the holster, or so ready to go. Um, and then we saw the um, weather forecast, and as Wayne mentioned, it's come in hot, um, pardon the pun, but we were greeted with, I think it was 20, it was about 30 degrees when the gun went off, hey, Jax? Um, and, uh, you know, for me, the heat hasn't ever really been an issue because I do a lot during the day, so I do a lot of my runs during the day and hasn't been an issue, but I knew I still had to be smart, so I went in. And I knew that we probably have to adjust the plan, but not a dramatic amount. Warm-up was fine. Felt really comfortable. I actually said to the, the people I was warming up with that I didn't think it was that hot. And they said, no, it's really hot. Um, and the first K, it felt like I was breathing through a straw. Second K, 
felt like that straw had stuff in it. And then the third straw <laughs> felt like the, felt like the straw was blocked. Um, so it felt like you know when you know when the juice gets stuck in the straw and yeah. So I had to walk at three k's. So I pulled up stumps there. Uh, just kind of recalibrated. Tried to do a race pace uh, stride. Couldn't get within ten seconds of it. Um, so from there, I just kind of knew right. Let's just get through this. Um, use it as a bit of an up tempo long run. Uh, not get passed by too many of the buses. Um, but yeah, just kind of got away from the start. Everything was feeling fine. So my legs were feeling um, probably the best I've ever gone into a race feeling. Marathon, whatever, like the taper was spot on. Um, uh, yeah, it just felt amazing. Slept amazing throughout of it. So yeah, I just, I wasn't blaming the weather. And even at the start of the week, I made sure I didn't use the word but I know that you guys are at Sunny Coast. You know, you mentioned you just have to respect it. And I've kind of come to mm. embrace it. Uh, in the little bit of a debrief I had with Todd and Tina, you know, in hindsight, who does a half marathon in November? I know that it's a marathon club event. It's an event that's there. It was never a goal race for us. So we never put it in the calendar and said, this is what we want to do. It was just more of a, a product of the block. So for me, the biggest takeaway was a block. To do 10 weeks of running, Averaging 95 to 100K, seven days a week, tick, 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 move away. The actual race was just there to go, oh, this is what we can actually lock away in the vault as a product of this block. Um, but in hindsight, uh, probably should have done the 5K because firstly, we don't really get to race a 5K at all, right? Um, other mm -hmm. than in a marathon build-up or whatever. Um, the weather is less of an impact to the 5K. So, you know, you can, yeah, you're going to suffer for 5Ks, but in 30 degree heat, 5K isn't as much of a suffer fest as uh, a half marathon. So, yeah, that's probably one upon reflection that um, if you have time to think again, could have gone, oh, yeah, 5K would have been great because now we're not really going to look at one. Um, actually, no, I lie. We are looking at one. Um, so... Yeah, that's, that's what happened at Frio. Um, so, you know, I know a few people would have been sitting there going, geez, what the hell happened here? The aim was close to 90 to 93 minutes. So um, ended up finishing an hour and 48. Um, but you know what? The biggest reflection, reflection piece and those who listen to Coast to Coast will hear it again here was just how lucky we are to have been able to run. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't... And that was the one thing that stopped me really walking off was looking around going, there's people that are running a three-hour half marathon and I'm complaining about doing a 148. And, you know, I was like, there's people in a hospital bed who would literally give up whatever they're going through to come and run this. And my dad did the 5K after deciding the night before. And um, I did have the podcast singlet on, so that helped a bit of motivation as well. But <laughs> yeah. it was, and helping like this, you know, there's a girl that jumped on back of the train. I got her through her first half marathon I shared the message with you guys of a bloke who tapped me on the shoulder saying he listens to the podcast and he should probably watch Comrades. And that was what it turned into. So I'm glad that I continued on. And you kind of, you see the other side that you quickly, well, let's say we forget about, right? When we're getting to a start line and just having our goal in our mind, we forget that there's people there that sub two and a half hours is a massive deal. And they've built up their whole year about running a two and a half hour half marathon or breaking an hour for a 10k and 
Um, so yeah, it was a cool little leveler, um, just to kind of remember and go, you know, you're not that far away from it at the end of the day. And what we do is really important for the community. So yeah, I'm glad I kind of got to spend a bit more time out there, even though it was mm -hmm. a bit of a suffer fest in the end. But uh, on the Monday morning, I woke up and I was like, right, let's just investigate the house down out of this. So I booked in to get some bloods, look at some bloods on the Wednesday. I normally get bloods every year. So just to know where I'm at. And I was just like, right, I need to rule things out. I need to make sure the iron's all good. Um, I thought it was a good time as well, end of November, early December. Uh, I booked in with David, dietitian, which I'd been meaning to do for a while just to see where we're at, um, updated consults. So with him, we broke down um, everything that I've been doing, everything I've been eating, um, and that's all on the right track. So the only difference now is he said to me that I need to think as an athlete and not as a rec runner. So he just said, you know, in previous times, I've looked at what I've been having. I've been eating like a rec runner. So I'm eating the right amount of meals, I just need to be eating more at those meals, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. I eat seven times normally in a day. So now it's just about each one of those seven times eating more in those seven times and being really specific. So I've got a Tuesday night session, have a bigger lunch of carbohydrate, less fiber. Um, and then if I have a lunchtime recovery run like today, make sure that I've got something for after that run. Um, and then at night have something again and I normally have breakfast at about 6.30, 7 o'clock, and then we'll wait till about 10. But now I need to be implementing a buffer at about 9.30. So that's just giving you guys a bit of an armchair ride at how that looks. Mm. And um, mm. implementing those changes has been massive just in two weeks. Just adding to each one of the meals I was already having um, has been huge. So, yeah, hopefully taking that in now to 2022 will, be, will make a bit of a world of difference. So... Yeah, uh, ticked over 4,000K this week and the 31,000 elevation. So, yeah, um, the elevation is probably more of the barometer for me. So I'll kind of make a bit of a rule where 30,000 um, meters is my um, my goal. Um, or 30,000 meters is my goal every year just to – because it normally correlates with your mileage, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to have ticked both of those off, especially the kilometer goal. Um, that's up from last year, I think about 500k. So, um, just keep um, increasing that. We'll probably look at going up next year about four and a half or four seven would be good. So, um, as a minimum, uh, yeah. So, we're in a bit of a maintenance mode now. So, what I'll do in these next few weeks, I'll jump into the summer track series. So, I think next week I'll do a track 5k on the Tuesday night. And the aim there is just to just to see how we're tracking and it won't change the training program. So instead of a session on a Tuesday night, I'll race on the Tuesday night. So I think it's 6.30 on a Tuesday. Uh, the Masters Athletics guys do a, a track 5K or a Saturday morning and it's official. So it's on the track, you know, deadly accurate, no hiding. Um, yeah, that'll be good just to test out how things are going. Um, so... I'm excited, but I'm also a bit nervous to see um, because, yeah, you, you kind of – you're in no man's land and you're – it might be 30 degrees and you got to turn up and do it. So it'll be a good good bit of fun. I will do February half marathon. So that's also what we're kind of training for at the moment as well. But, 
would I change anything into next year? Um, it's probably more just continuing what I'm doing, but I think believing in it again, you know, we often do this thing where we do something once and then go, it's just going to continue, but actually making it a habit and implementing, continuing the strength stuff, focusing on the nutrition. Um, yeah, that's probably my biggest ones. Um, shutting out the noise. I found that the biggest one in 21 was, you know, going off Strava and for that little bit and everything in that. I don't know what it was, but, for me, it just allowed me to focus on what I was doing and not worry about anything else. I'd run, done, shut it down, move on. Um, so I think I'll definitely do the same again in a marathon build-up next year where just for a block, just shut down any external factors and internalize for a bit. So, yeah, that's probably my biggest learning and thing to implement again next year is just to shut out the noise for a little bit because it seemed to work. So, yeah, that's me. Nice. Interesting. We were just talking, Irwin, about um, eat, not eating enough hey, as runners. We, we tend to sometimes not, not take in. Uh, I know Erin has also always said it to me, you, you, don't, you don't eat enough. And you, we always think, like, well, we don't want to be putting on <laughs> Wait, even <laughs> as a runner, the last thing you want to do is be carrying a backpack of seven kilograms <laughs> like I did the first year of running. Um, but the interesting thing is when you're doing enough running is to get it, the balance right and then mm -hmm. to eat enough. And that's possibly exactly what happened to you is you just you weren't actually taking in enough and that's why you ran out that day. Do you reckon that's, that's what uh, happened? Well, not necessarily. It's more... Like it's in on the in a the normal day, so okay. like topping up. So for example, you know my lunch. Let me give you an example of lunch. You know, instead of having one cup yeah. of rice, it now goes yeah. to two and a half cups of rice. Yeah. Um, on but that all like builds you into a stronger. It 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 makes your whole your whole body stronger, obviously, by eating that yeah. amount more. Yeah, and yeah. backing up all the way through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's the little things where, and you're right, definitely, because subconsciously we, and this is one thing that David again asked me, he goes, what's your fear of eating more? Mm -hmm. He said, like, answer me that question. Because, you know, him and I, we've kind of had recordings previously and, mm. you know, I, he, he said to me, he goes, I'm approaching you different to most people because he's not telling me things I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. And he said, right, well, what's your fear? If you said, when you talk to people about nutrition and help them, what do you say to them? And I said, well, my fear is, like you said, oh, you might be having mm -hmm. too much, especially mm -hmm. at night. You know, mm -hmm. I have dinner relatively early. So most other than tonight, we'll be having dinner by six o'clock. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so a lot of people in general life have dinner at about seven thirty, eight o'clock. Um, yeah. Which we're all worried having... about them going to bed and then you're storing all that food and not actually um, exercising to, yeah. <laughs> to get rid of what you've eaten. I think it's a bad, it's bad thoughts that we, we sort of grew up with maybe in a way. Well, it's also know. the fact that your body doesn't stop, right? A lot of the general population mm. have this, and it's an extreme view, you know, they go, oh, mm. I can't be eating anything at eight o'clock because I'm going to bed and I'm running a marathon. Yes. So why should I eat yeah. something? Well, no, mm. like, so mm. the idea is I have something I normally would at about eight o'clock anyway. 
Um, but mm. now it's about really bulking it up. So I might have things like yoga at night to really push yeah. me through the night to wake up. Um, mm. It's the little top-ups. So instead of two pieces of toast, have three. Mm. And mm. adding mm. on, if I have a protein shake after a session, have it with milk because it helps the hydration as well. And it's a few more calories instead of with water. Mm. So, mm. and again, we have this fear because as a general, like a sedentary person sitting in the office, yes, okay, mm. don't have as much. However, extra piece <laughs> we're sitting there and we're burning <laughs> mm. calories by sitting there because we've just gone for an hour and a half run. Right, yeah. Um, so Sunday morning, and again, armchair example, I'll have something on the way to a long run. After the long run, I normally have my yoga and muesli, which you've seen me have. When mm. I get home then, I also need to have something like eggs on toast. So a double breakfast and then lunch mm. probably at about 12, mm. 1 o'clock. So within mm. three hours, it's three meals. Whereas what I had done previously was gone, okay, have my muesli after my run, come home, have eggs on toast, and then not have lunch because you go, oh, I only ate an hour and a half before. Mm. But now you're mm. prepping for tomorrow because you're in long run mode, right? You need to get ready for the week. Um, so that's probably the one bit of advice I would take across and hand over to everyone else who might be listening is if you are doing, you know, you might even still be doing 60 Ks a week, you need to fuel for the work you're doing mm. because we're scared. We, we do think that, oh, I'm going to put on weight. Well, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, why are you running? Are you running to go and perform on stage as a figure athlete? <laughs> or are you running to be an endurance athlete? Like, those are the two mm. things that I think is, is often mixed up. And mm. if you want to go become a figure athlete, well, then go into complete deprivation of food because that's a whole mm. different ballgame. Mm. Um, and remember, Yoasha joined us way back when talking about um, relative energy deficiency, right? Red yeah. S. And that comes down to people not fueling properly. Um, and that impacts, you know, females more so than males. But I think it's a massive area. Mm, very, anyway, very good. Sorry, I, yeah, uh, very insightful. But, good, good thing. <laughs> but we did have a chat about it. Yeah, and I think it's a big one to move into twenty two. Is just getting the right things in. Mm. And I already had my my bet on what your change might be, but we'll keep that to yes. ourselves. And <laughs> I'll report back on that too. Yes. Yeah. Now, diet is very interesting, and I think it has a lot. It plays a big, big thing with us in, as endurance runners. I really do. So it's so divisive yeah. too. So divisive. Mm. Like in general life, it's so divisive. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you know, Wayne, you're probably the same. Constantly eating, and I was having a chat yesterday with people who, in their workplace, people ask, "Do you eat?" But they even reply and say, I'm always eating. So, mm. it's, yeah. yeah. Now, you know, oh, just, just to, you know, back, second what you're saying there, because sometimes when people see me eating, there's a part of me that says, oh, you know, because they look at me, because they look at the size of me and they look at the plate. <laughs> and <laughs> I have to eat. And especially if I know I've got a big session a particular day, then obviously a few hours before then I'm topping up. But essentially, you're right. You got to eat. You got to basically load up for for what your workout's going to be. You know, or 
you want to go in there and make sure you you well you know the tank is well topped up so obviously mm. you know everything's measured and calculated but don't be afraid to eat especially if you know you you're going to use it for fuel it's a fuel source so obviously mm-hmm. important part to that is eating the correct foods too <laughs> and it's Not hard right eating. like it's so yeah. hard. Like even this last, like today, this morning, for example, my <laughs> yoga has gone up to like, I think two cups now with my muesli. I sit yep. there and I'm like, oh, is this over yet? But, <laughs> you know, it's just, you got to get to the point where you're getting it in, right? Like, because norm- <laughs> normally it was like three tablespoons and I'm now, I'm like, oh, geez, this is still half a plate left to go here. Um <laughs> But the rewards are there. Like I've, I've honestly felt so much um, more energy from it. Mm. It's, um, it's amazing. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. Awesome. That's me, Jack. Are you home yet? <laughs> Be with us. Yep. She's, not, she's, on, she's on mute. <clears throat> All right, Darren. We'll kick to you. Uh, no, oh, okay. I'm here. Sorry, oh, she's I'm there. Here. Okay. <laughs> You nearly missed out. You stalled at the start. Sorry. I'm going to sneak in there. I'll let you finish, Darren. No, no. You'll go. Okay. All right. So um, I ran at the Frio um, with Erwin. So Erwin, of course, was doing the half and I was doing the team. And, oh, you know, I I don't like teams. The only thing worse than a team is a 5K. So I didn't sleep well at all. And then when I saw the weather, I was like, oh, bay, okay. As if it's not hard enough, you know. And, um, and I just thought, oh, I, I really wish I was doing the half. Um, until I was halfway through my race and I was like, thank God I'm only doing the 10 because I don't know how those, <laughs> I don't know how you guys did it, Erwin. Like hats off to all of you who ran longer that day because when we, I think we warmed up, and I've never sweat so much during a warm-up. And we were at the start, and like, it feels like you've, you've already run your race, and you've still got to start it. So um, I had no idea that it was 30 degrees, but um, the effort I put in and hearing that afterwards, I'm very proud of myself because I gave it everything. Um, I just feel it's, um I ran with a girl called Vishnu, who I respect really highly, and and um, a shame at the beginning, she she had arrived late, or they'd run out of um, they'd run out of burps. So she had this this burp, but no no um, safety pins, <laughs> and it was just so close to the race start that I thought when the race started, I thought, oh, if we'd all just given her one safety pin, she would have had you know if we could all do without one, and we could have all donated one, and she would have had three. <laughs> And that's what I was thinking about for the first three Ks. Like, oh, you stupid. Like, you should have just, you know, you could have fixed this because she had to hold her, her burp. And I thought, oh, you know, anyway, if, if that ever happens again, I don't know what to do. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Keep your mind busy. Should, yeah, exactly. And it was, it was so cool because I, I normally can't run with anyone Um but it was just this feeling of, okay, let's do this, you know. And, and unfortunately, we got we got broken up because um, the road narrowed and we had our disabled athletes 
um, they had to they they had to get through this narrow section. So we went over um, the the curb and the road, and um, and I lost her. She got slightly ahead. Her route was better than mine, and I just didn't want to push on to keep up with her. Um, so I just kept back, and then I felt really lonely. But you know, and I saw her looking, and I was like, oh, five-ish, you know, <laughs> this is, this is going to suck big time. Um, and I didn't find anyone else to run with, and it's quite a squeaky little course. And um, and um, at I think there's a the turnaround. There's three k's to go, um, and I heard one of the fellow runners going, Jackie, put your foot down. You got to go. You know. And um, little Susie, um, this little pocket rocket, and and I and I just thought to myself, you know, I, I am putting my foot down, <laughs> like, and and I, I just two k's before that, I had the lead girl pass me, and I thought that's no, fine. It's I'll get her. I'll put my foot down at seven k, at six k. That was the plan, six k, and then at six k, <laughs> okay, maybe it's. Seven, seven k jacks it's okay seven k and then when seven k came I was like okay maybe just just don't slow down I think because it's working though it's past you and I don't have anything left in the tank like this heat is like chipping away at everything and I thought if you could just not slow down I think you could do fine and I didn't want to look back I did not dare look back and I just felt that a presence and I was like no you're not looking and um, I just heard, we got to the final stretch and I heard Dee screaming, like, just, you've got 200 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, there's definitely someone behind me. And I ran, ran, ran. Um, and there was, um, there was, there was, um, a, oh, what's her name? Um, oh, just lovely Joe, eight seconds behind me. And sure. um, oh, I've just never run so hard in my life. My little legs. And when I finished, I was so confused with the heat, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't gonna, um, I suppose, tell the the second part of the story. But um, I, I actually, my body, I felt like it started to shut down, and I started to pee. <laughs> I've never run so hard that I was peeing. <laughs> Not on the run, just when I finished. I finished, and they gave me my medal. And then I was like, uh-oh, I'm <laughs> like, I've just tried so hard. So anyway, I managed to, I managed to find my little portaloo and, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And um, I wanted to come back and cheer Irwin into, you know, run with Irwin the last little bit because um, Susan and I had arranged that at the start. And I think at the end, I think, uh, you know, um, I think she had to get um, – she, she had to get some fluids. Or... Yeah. Uh, she, or, did she? And um, yeah. and I was so confused. I went back to the car and um, and I spoke to one of the marshals. <laughs> and he gave me a huge hug. I was just, I, I, I looked, I must have looked like I needed it. Like marshal of the year. He was just amazing. Um, I, I don't know what his name is. And he gave me a huge hug and I just, I changed my shoes and I came back. But it took me about 30 minutes to actually like figure out what I was doing. And, um, and then I, I missed Irwin coming in somewhere along the line and with all the confusion, but yeah, just like heat is, is it's dangerous. And it's, um, yeah, I think on a day where you might have a PB, 
um, just like forget that um, if you in the top athlete, if you're in the top ten, race for race for position. Mm. Um, Mark Page had told me that once, and that's what I did. I just I raced. I thought it's not going to be a PB. Don't get upset, and just race for position. So I, I was very very happy with second, and um, I. I stood next to some really legendary people on that stage. I was the shortest, of course, <laughs> which sadly that's, that's why my cadence is so high because I'm so short. Oh, just a beautiful trope, a beautiful glass um, award and just a very special day. But I, I don't think I've, I honestly don't, think I've tried ever tried that hard in a race like comrades I don't know maybe the last comrades because I thought I was chasing silver but um yeah it's definitely the top five hardest attempts so yeah that was cool and and thanks to WAMC for holding a spectacular event and and I hope everyone was safe after that because there were lots of people who struggled and um the ambulance and um the 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 healthcare guys were really busy, so yeah. Hopefully, everyone made it out okay. Um, and then what's after that? Oh, and then um, I was supposed to do the hundred k at ADU in Jan, and I'd entered a race called Six Inch, and it's a forty six k trail race, and it's a really awesome way to end the year. And it's been cancelled once because of we had a fire here in WA, and um, and then I moved last year, so I've missed two, and I'd actually forgotten to downgrade to the three inch. And um, anyway, um, I'm definitely I, I wasn't in marathon. Well, I suppose I, I feel I wasn't in marathon shape, but I've just come off the back of a marathon. And then um, I spoke to David Kennedy, the race organizer, the race director. And I was like, you know what, let's just give this a huge crack. So um, I'm doing a reverse taper and I'm going to give it a, a good crack. That's that's this coming week. Um, oh, I'll good. be speaking at the, the Q&A. Um, <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had contacted me and, um, and he had said, hey, you know, um, would you, we've got a, a spare bed and, um, you know, there's a Q&A evening, like, would you, you know, would you be interested? I'm like, yeah, you know, thinking free bed, but I realized it was to speak at the Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> so I only realized when he posted on Facebook and I'm on this panel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got good practice from the podcast. Now, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> good. So yeah, that'll so be that'll fun. be good, and I'm I'm really looking forward to um to to meeting more trail runners and and to speaking there. And um, there's a lady coming from over east called Sarah, who's um really looks she's a great up and coming athlete. So she'll be with us and and Michael Hooker, which if you're in WA, you know who Michael is. Um, so that'll be fun, and um, that'll end the year. I, I might do the is it the 8K Uwen or the 10K New Year's run mm. race? So 8K. 8K. So, oh, thank God, after the 10, <laughs> I'm happy. And um, 
50k training starts in January for a possible race in March. Um, failing that, it'll be Bunbury or Great Ocean Road, which will be a good um, training run for comrades. Mm. And I've been meaning to do it for ages. And oh, Sandy, after mm. you, after you oh, went this so year, I'm like, <laughs> you pop, yeah. pass that baton on to me. Like I'm super, super pumped. Awesome. If I could do that, you'll love yeah. it. You will love it. Oh, and yeah. um, I've been tempted to do like a Bernie's Backyard or something, but it all depends on where my serious races are in the year. Um, I always said it this year, just out of um, when I was really stressed at work and I just, I just thought, you know what, two days, three days, all you got to do is run. Like, I just, like, I think, yeah, I think that was just after my meltdown in December and then, I had the auditors in and I almost just entered it out of a whim. Um, so if not this year, I'll definitely want to do something crazy like that. And, and of course, Comrades is the main focus for 2023. And um, leading up to that, I haven't planned any half marathons, maybe just a few time trials. I was speaking to Tina and uh, Mark and, um, yeah, we're going to look at, we're going to approach it like, um, like old school where we do quite a few shorter time trials throughout the period just to keep that um the you know i suppose the on the speed the honesty and mm -hmm. um yeah um just i think for looking ahead as well the, uh, and listening to erwin I, I definitely think i need to look at the diet now that i've got um, my strength training underway and I'm regularly going to the chiro and the physio um, sleeping more so I reckon the next thing I need to tick off is the diet um, and the possibility of looking at cross training some swimming or cycling and um, speedy my training partner uh, she's a really good cyclist and she's been twisting my arm to get onto the bike so um, I'm hoping I can get that I can fit that in and um, just looking ahead, I've got amazing support from my family and colleagues. <laughs> it's, um, I've, some, most of my colleagues didn't even know I ran. So once they've found out, they're all um, really supportive. And um, I'll meet people in our new building and they'll say, oh, you, Jackie, the runner. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, you know. Um, because I was just Jackie the accountant up until, you know, <laughs> for the last <laughs> two years. Because <laughs> so, no one run, no one in the building that I know runs. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's much nicer to be known as a runner than an accountant. <laughs> uh, I think so as well. <laughs> Way cooler. <laughs> Way cooler. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just looking back at the year, um, starting at my 100k debut, um, that just feels like a lifetime ago, and I can't wait to do another one because I definitely know what I can improve on. Um, starting with not having to change shoes would be great, <laughs> um, a great start. I've had a 50k race, uh, and I've got a PB, uh, two 10k races. No PBs there, but um, very close to, and I'm really happy with the effort. And 
Um, and then I've got a, another trail race. So, um, yeah, just really happy, just happy with the consistency this year and the change in approach just to start training like an athlete and believing in myself and um, with the possibility of some exciting things happening next year. So I'm super pumped and, and I really want to fly the flag half for WA in Australia. And um, now that I'm a citizen, I, it'll enable me to do that. And, and I just really want to inspire people who start later in life or who are working moms and dads um, just to just to give it a go. You know, I only started in my late 30s after my son was born and, um, you know, I'm a full-time working mom and I just really want to encourage people and just I want to share what the long run means to me and to hopefully inspire you one day to attempt a two oceans or a great ocean road or a comrades and and that's going to be one of my goals for 2022 as well is just to to fly the WA Australia flag and 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 hopefully if I can inspire just one person that'll that'll make my year so yeah that's that's me cool I think you're already inspiring people as it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. De definitely. Definitely an inspiration from myself anyway. Oh, thanks, Darren. From, 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 the, from the day you um, you did your sub three marathon. I've <laughs> 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 been chasing that. <laughs> You'll get it. If I can do it, you can do it. Definitely. Well, and Jackie, I think when it comes to when it comes wish. to change, um, I, I think you've you've made that like the, the question was um, what what changed or do we see happening in twenty twenty two or whatever? And I think for me, listening to you, you've you've made the change in the last month or two. It's amazing the yeah. the change you've already made. And it's like really nice to hear, to, to hear it and to listen to it. So, yeah, I think you've already made the change and now it's, it's just to enjoy the change, like oh, I was talking you. earlier. So, well thank done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, always run like Wayne is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I mean, we all feel that. Close <laughs> 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 <Okay>. sight. <laughs> And sometimes Wayne does just pop out out of the bushes somewhere. Yeah, he does. Hey. He loves to do that. You know what my surname, my surname, that's what they, everyone looks at my surname. Yes. What's that? Surname? Under, undercover agent. That's what I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, funny. So, Jackie, you're not doing 180 or 100 anymore? No, because I, um, I got convinced by someone you know who told me not to do too many long runs um, in anticipation of a possible March race. Okay, okay. Um, so I think I'm at the stage where I needed to try and improve, just to improve my speed, um, just okay. a different different level. Um, and <clears throat> that, was the, that was the focus. So um, I'm doing a naughty trail run this week, and then it's back to um, just working on the speed and the the speed endurance okay. and until March yeah um I, I really it it was hard it, because 
I've run ADU the last, is it the last three years? And yeah, um, you've done the 58 twice in the 100. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, it was hard to give up. Um, and I told the person that, and I was like, look, you know what? If there's a possibility of, of this, um, that doesn't come very often. And I'm just going to, even if, you know, I, I'm training for a race that might not happen. But, and if it doesn't, then I'm going to um, just do a backup local race. So I think I've planned all my races like that this year. I've got a local backup race in case okay. of lockdown. Okay, so I can then get you to help me and pace me in the second half of ADU. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have a pace party. <laughs> so, what pace is that? Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll bring my tambourine. <laughs> All good. Yeah, I, and I'm sorry, your, your 100K, oh, that's the second year in a row now, isn't it? What's that, Jackie? Your your hundred k mm -hmm. with lockdown. Oh yeah, no, just, no, I've just got to work my way around. No, no it just means yeah. <laughs> no, what I was trying to explain is. Oh, you'll find a way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's about getting there. Either going to Tassie or going yeah, okay, or something. All and okay. I'll end up in South Africa. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I can. I'll still. I can. If you're there, just let me know. I'll come down and support you. <laughs> Just get there, okay? Yeah, well, that's the, the thing is just to try and get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why I said when this, when your premier made the announcement today, I was just, it just sent me into laughing mode. I just went, oh, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, it's yeah, all good. Of, yeah. But did it make March more possible? Ah, you, you can't. <laughs> it's hard to predict so far. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So much changes in a week. Like, I left WA in a week and so much has changed. So, yeah. in, honestly, in the next six weeks, a lot will change. But like Sandy said, change is a good thing. So that's, yeah. why, that's why we need to embrace change. And yeah, <laughs> go for it. Now, exciting. Yeah. Sounds good, yep. Jackie. Sounds like you got a plan. That's, yeah. Thank, thank no, you. No, no. Stay positive and... and and look for change. Change is a good thing, as one wise person said to me earlier. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam. Yes, you moved, you moved my cheese. <laughs> and I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Darren, bring us home. Go oh, for it, Darren. Okay, okay. Um, oh, well, um, I think it's a couple of weeks ago now, the end of um, November, we... we um, had our local race here called BC 50 and um, it's always, you know, it's a bit hot that time of the year. So um, I was going to do the 25 and then Tina says, no, you best to cut down to um, nothing over um, 15. So we did a 12 and a half K race and um, I turned up to the race and it was funny to listen to what, things Jackie was saying and, and similar it was all similar situations. I rocked up to the race and um yeah, didn't want to be too early and but yeah, I had to pick my bib up and then there's a queue a mile long for the bibs. And it's like, well, my race is in forty five minutes and we we're standing in the queue for seemed like ever. <laughs> and my mm -hmm. wife's saying, Oh just go to the front. I said, Well no, you can't do that. You just gotta be patient and and all my warm-up time was getting taken away and oh, I was getting, getting a little bit stressed, as you do, 
you know, it's, it's only yeah. a, you know, like it's the end of the world. And um, anyway, so all of a sudden it started to move and we um, grabbed the bibs and went for a bit of a warm-up. And it, was, it wasn't too hot a day. For the week leading up, I was watching the weather forecast and, and I thought, oh, it's going to be cooler. But it was more hope that it was – I was hoping it was going to be cooler. And we did get a probably a three or four degree drop on that day. So mm-hmm. that, that helped things. But um, – I um I got down to the the front of the line, and waiting on the front, and somehow you end up three or four people back, which is yeah. And um when 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 the gun went off, I, I took off, and I had to run, try to weave my way through people that definitely shouldn't have been there, and um, with some very um, odd running styles as well, um, <laughs> going everywhere. And it's like, oh my god. Keep it tidy, I, don't, I don't want to be too critical, but my God, get out of the way. And it wasn't me. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so, but I, I, I did, I did kick off well. I sort of just wanted to sort of clear the pack, and um, and then I ended up just sitting. Um, there was like a lead pack of about four guys, and and um, I was sitting back from them, probably maybe fifty to hundred meters, and just going along feeling really comfortable and then this young guy's running next to me and he starts chatting away and and Tina's told me don't talk just don't waste your energy and so and you know I'm just sort of sitting there with him you know in the pace and he's chatting away and I'm being so rude not saying anything (laughs) so I didn't even say I'm not talking I just said nothing and I had to apologize to him at the end it was quite funny but (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah, we were, we were sitting on a nice pace, and, and I, I felt really good. And then all of a sudden, I just started to fade in the my stomach muscles, and you know, like my core was sort of given up on me. And um, and and this young kid, he told me all about how he's going to catch the the front pack anyway. So, <laughs> and, and so then he he did. He just um, you know, I sort of dropped the, as soon as I started to drop a touch. He, he's just left me and off he went. And, um, but, um, so as a, it's a 12 and a half K and it was, uh, the first turn was at about six, no, maybe, maybe five K, five and a half K turn point. And, um, I started slowing a bit and on the way back, all the, all the crowd going that, you know, the rest of the race could see you as you go and pass them and they're all going, Oh, good on you, mate! And it's like, well, I'm thinking, are they thinking I'm doing well because I'm an old bugger, or what? What's the story? <laughs> <laughs> it's like because <laughs> I was I was way back from the I was a fair way back from the lead there, and I was like, well, what are they? You know, anyway, it was quite good people cheering you on, <laughs> and um, and then this guy came along with about um, probably five k's to go. And he was a lot taller than me and, you know, bigger built. And he's, he's, well, one guy's come along and he's passed me. And he um, was very distinctive. He had all these um, patches on him from, you know, when they do that suction massaging. And so so, um, when he went past and he says, oh, sorry, mate, as he went past. 
well, he shouldn't have said that because we passed him later. So <laughs> that was that was a but but nah, this other guy, sorry. <laughs> this this next guy, I, I forget his name now, and he just came along and um, he tried to pass me, but as he did, he was blocking the wind, and I was like, oh, perfect. So I just because it was quite windy on the way back. And so I just sat, you know, um, one out, one back with him and um, for the rest of the race, just coasted right through and, and left him behind it in the last K. And it's like, that was so, so perfect that he, he just worked as my wind break and, and he helped me pass it. <laughs> the guy that was a bit smart, <laughs> apologising for passing me. But, um, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I did struggle a bit and, but I, I was quite surprised when that when when the guy came along to be my windbreak. It was just at the right time that I'd I'd had probably two and a half k's of um, drop back pace, and I'd recovered. So then I could then I could sit with him. If if he had to come along a little bit earlier, I probably wouldn't have been able to um, you know keep up. So yeah, so that that all worked out pretty well, and um, I managed to score eight in the race and which I was really surprised. I thought, you know, I was a lot, lot further back than that. So I was, I was pretty happy when they said it was eighth and um, yeah, but that was, um, yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, is, really a, it is a good. hot race and I'm not that keen to, um, I, I never sign up for that race too soon because I don't know what else is going to happen. And, and it's always in December and it's late and, and it can be really hot. And this year or next year, it's going to be the state titles, I think, which will get a, a bigger crowd there. So, wow. um, yeah. And, but, and a, a lot of people go for the 25 and, and that's what I did think. If I did the 12 and a half, there'll be less competition. <laughs> so that's what I would have done a lot better. But anyway. Um, um, we got. I've got one more race coming up for the year, which is not really a race. It's just like a bunch of people um, gather for Twelve Hills of Christmas, which is uh, nine k's of and twelve hills around Corumban, which is really good. You should jump on that, Sandy. Oh, okay, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you. It doesn't sound hills, so appealing. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just a good fun thing that, you know, okay. they get quite a few people there and okay. it's all free. So, um, yeah. But um, um, I, in the, since we spoke last, I, someone um, took one of my crowns around around the um, block from my house. Uh-oh. So, and and I, I was being a bit of a smarty and I I um, said to my wife, oh, well, I'll have to go and get it back. And so then just the fact that I said that, now I, I verbalised it, I've got to go and do that. So, <laughs> so one, one day I, I had a bit of a, I think it was on a Saturday, a Sunday long run, and I thought, oh, it's too close to sort of start to open up there. So I, I put in an extra K, doing an extra lock, uh, loop, and um, – and then I hit it, and it's a a one k um, segment, and I and I took it back by about 
whatever seven seconds or something like that. So I was, I was, and you don't know until you finish your race. Oh, you run for the day, but I was quite happy. And then probably three days later, the guys come back and matched my pace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, but I think we're we're both happy to just share the crown now. So, because I've got no, I don't have it in me anymore this year, which is one thing that I've. I've really sort of, after doing this GC50, I've sort of just dropped off. I, I know the next day I went out and had a, a really felt good um, run and um, local 12Ks or 10Ks or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I sat on, I think I averaged 4.15 or something, 4.18. And that just felt really good. And I was surprised because it was the next day after a race but since then, I've sort of just, you know, taken minutes off my my pace and just, you know, not really feeling it. Um, did a bit of a hammy doing Pilates, which I, I didn't really damage or anything. I, I think it's just um, tired. Putting in, you know, it's it's had enough of the year. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm sort of, yeah. Just wondering, you know, I, I don't feel like I want to stop running for the year, but um, I'm certainly going to just keep plodding along a lot slower and, mm. and just just turning the legs over. Really, that's all. Um, until it comes for the twelve hills, I guess I might try to have a go at that. But yeah, definitely, definitely, um, feeling the um, fatigue and that sort of stuff. And I've had a severe though. Like, yeah, and I've put I've put on a heap of weight too. So in it was funny listening to you guys talking about that. And I must have put three kilo on it in in four weeks. And it's like that's probably that's accurate though. Is is that yeah? I, I just as long as it stops there, you know, you don't need to just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you'll find like when you get back into your peak training and your race yeah. weight, like. This is probably your. It might look like you've put on weight because you've been in peak shape for quite a while, but this is probably your normal safe weight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't feel like I've put a heap on, but um, I get on the scales and I can see it. You know, straight away, it's, it's three kilo, and and we've got Christmas to go yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> But it's also like, I reckon you're going to just love a bit of jogging time. Like after free, I had a whole, Tina just said, a whole week recovery. And I literally just put the stopwatch on and I just jogged. I think it was like 540s. And honestly, the first day back on program was, I was like a kid in a candy store. And I reckon you, like, you'll love it so much. And it'll get your real mojo back in to go. That's one of the things, and um, um, I've got a, something on my program that I really wanted to do, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm just going to have to say, well, maybe I can't do that, you know. And just yeah, because because we had a, you know, um, I spoke to Tina about this last week, and she said, yeah, well, just cut right back now. So so I've sort of cut back on the pace and whatnot, but you know. Yeah, the, the the what I wanted to do is that I've got a progression run, and I've seen 
what you guys can do and it, it, I just haven't been able to master um, keeping you on pace properly for a progression run. And I was just like so determined I want to, I want to have a go at that. But I, I don't think I can hit the marks at the moment. I think you're being pretty harsh on yourself too, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, yeah. and and uh, just an actual fact, one thing that only dawned on me the other day, but because I need we need twelve weeks to train for Canberra, yeah, and that's it, the it's one. only it's only sixteen weeks away, yeah. And so oh no, so um, so I think that's why the they're having a bit of a a jog. And you're not really having a break, right? It, we we say it's a break, but you're still going to be idling because um, you kind of want to get to day one of that marathon build, like to unleash at Canberra. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 and that's um, part of my plan for next year is to just try to be a hundred percent ready, you know, without putting too much pressure on it, but. Um, just follow everything exactly as it should. Well, touch wood, and yeah, and and that's one of the things is building my core strength. I really felt that 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 let me down, and um, and, and I, I guess that's because if you go out too fast, it, it takes its toll. But um, uh, yeah. So that, that that that's my my goal is to you know really build the core strength and I, and in actual fact the, the next day I said to my instructor Pilates instructor I need you to I need you to focus on this we've got to be ready for this <laughs> you know so I don't know <laughs> well you really wanted that crown did you look ch- you chucked the next percent on you must have definitely wanted it oh you can tell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, I, I do. Oh, it's just a long segment. Like, I'm glad I'm not fast enough to earn any crowns because I reckon that would just, I'd be back out there straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's and it's a bit close to home, so it's you you got to warm up properly. But um, mm. but nice. Um, my my wife just bought some new shoes on the weekend and um. She's did a lap tonight, and she's oh my god, these are so good. And um, it certainly the right shoes can make a big difference. Yeah. Even if it's just uh, makes you feel good, gives you the belief <laughs> that you can do it. You know. <laughs> yes. Do you um do you use a heavy shoe? Uh, I, in actual fact, talking about shoes, I've got the Vaporfly. Um, I think they're called Vaporfly 3s. And Not a Zoom Fly? Yeah, it could be. And uh, what's it say? But I've got 1,880 kilometres on them. And, 1,800? And yeah. That's value. I, yeah, they yeah, are Zoom Flies. And people tell you that, oh, they're soft and they don't wear well. And that's put me off buying them, thinking they were going to be too soft. And these ones are scrubbed out a little, a fair bit, right? But um, I, when when you were talking about your um, 
your stride and that sort of stuff mm. or your form. I, I changed my form a little bit because my shoes start wearing down on the outside. So I sort of, oh, just <laughs> think about what, how you're striking the ground, you know. And, um, mm. and But it, mm. I think it's good to look at your shoe and you can see what you do, you've been doing. Yeah. But I wore these um, um, at least once a week. I'll still wear them. And like when I don't want to do anything, any pace work or anything. And they've they got plenty of bounce in them still and everything. It's only the other your ones. Easy run. So like your Monday run, do you wear like a heavy shoe? Like a, oh, there you go. A... Uh, that's what I wore the, today. Today was the, um, the Zoom flies. Okay. Yeah. Or what do they call well, them? If I had a thousand eight hundred in my shoe, my legs would be broken. So you don't like, but obviously with different body shapes and stuff, I'd love to get a thousand eight hundred out of a shoe. Yeah. Well, I, I never used to. I never used to. So I, I suppose it, it all just you start to run different as well. But um, I'd be lucky to get six hundred k. You you you're probably um, a bit bigger than I am. Yeah, but that's got a plate in it as well. Like, so do you have, do you have like a jogging shoe? No, I, this, during this year, um, the, I read about the Japanese lady who does a 242 marathon in, and she's 60. I think she's 60 years old. Um, and she wears the vapor flies for training and the alpha flies for races. Right. So I thought that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. CC Wayne Spees. I want to hear Wayne's thoughts on this. And, and, and the, the reason, the, reason the, um, the ones I just told you about I got so many kilometres on them is because <laughs> my other vapour flies are um, a bit leery. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I don't want to wear them just any old time. <laughs> so, they're like show-off shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit like that. So I was like, they don't have too many kilometres on them. Like, yeah. But, um, you know, Darren, anyway. there, there, there used to be um, Adidas Boston's, which I wore for training. I just wore, I just I only had one pair of shoes and I used them for on-road, off-road. I loved them. Um, and I found the New Balance 1.5s are a lot like that where I can do long runs, shorter runs, and races in them. But I'm not sure I've found a carbon pair that I can do everything in yet. That's, that's my, that's, yeah. I There's think so I understand, I understand the feel of a, like a race type shoe, but mine are normally like a flat, non-carbon one that I can do everything in. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what I, I the think others I'm... think. I might have just got used to these yeah, carbon you do. ones because mm. because I, I was even thinking of wearing them on the the twelve hills of Christmas and and it's got you know like a couple of hundred steps in there as well yeah and it's like oh just they get comfortable you know, yeah they, I know they used to give me shin splints for the first kilometer um, probably for the first couple of weeks wearing them and and that's it I just changed so got used to it pretty quickly and or anything that's 
all my other shoes are just for walking the dog now. Yeah. Well, if you can get that much mileage out of them, then you're getting more bang for your buck. I think that's my biggest fear. When I spend a lot of money on shoes, I try and keep them. But what's your thoughts, Erwin and Wayne? I'm just listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Very quiet. Yeah. So, it's, another, it's another topic that. <laughs> look, like, I'll be, uh, I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't be wearing carbon plated shoes other than in races. That's, but, That's and if you've got, yeah. you got any key sessions that you really want to, you want to hit, um, that's the aim because wearing a plate on your foot is not, it's not a natural reaction. And what it actually does for your form, it, it pushes you forward, right? It propels you. So yeah, if you could actually find, and there is versions without the plate and you had the foam, that'd be the way to go. Um, okay. But there's a reason why a podiatrist would tell you to rotate your shoes and wear like a mm. jogging shoe and then a session shoe and then a flat and that kind of thing. Because essentially, it, you'll and wear an old shoe as well. So the fact that you're wearing an old shoe is a good thing. And then maybe another day wear a newer shoe, but rotate your shoes through because then your legs almost aren't getting used to the same feel. Um, so, you know, you go back 10 years and the person would walk in and buy the same car and wear it every day of the week for everything they do and then they'd end up getting injuries, it could almost come back to the shoe. Um, now, Sandy, you're very much that 0.5% mm. of difference where you need that shoe, otherwise you wouldn't be able to run, but you've got a yeah. diagnosed issue. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, that's the one thing I'd be recommending to any new runner is stay away from carbon as much as you possibly can in your week. Easier said than done because you feel bloody amazing, right? It feels, you, don't get me just, wrong. You, you're just trying to slow everyone down, Erwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, trust me, I know. Like, it feels unbelievable. And, like, yeah, I I think because I did read something yesterday about a Melbourne, someone who ran, like, a 2.30 at Melbourne, and he doesn't wear carbon other than on race day. And he said when he put that shoe on, it felt like he was just floating because he wasn't used to it every day. Um, but the temptation is real. I tr trust me. I know, I know the, the feeling. It's, it is amazing. But it's also good to know that you can do a session in a flat shoe where you're getting no, no help at all from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it bangs I, your legs up. That's it? Yeah, like wearing a flat, like a flat. You know, Jackie, you oh, wear yeah, your New yeah. Balance... Um, what are flats. they? 860s, like flats, and you get you do a speed session after it, your legs are toast, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. you use a plated shoe, your legs aren't toast. You wake up on Wednesday yeah. feeling great. Yeah, what's the training stimulus from that? It's not really. Mm, I know my um, the Caro had said because I had done quite a few speed sessions and long runs in my my race shoes just to get used to them and he'd said that because I've got a um, pelvic tilt it made it worse and then that was the cause of the hammy and the glute issue but that my case it, my body's different um, but yeah but I need to train a few times in them because on race day those they feel so flip and bouncy I feel like a <laughs> out of control my like my cadence goes 
haywire. So you do still need to do a few sessions in them. Well, for me, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can't do all all of mine because of my body type, because of my pelvis. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be like you seem to be managing well with it, Darren. And using your older pee, I think, yeah. is really good. Like you're not using your newer ones um, other than in race day. So, um, oh, yeah, I, I, honestly, it is such a – you could actually do a whole episode on this, I reckon. But, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in actual fact, I was, I was, you guys were talking about Valencia Marathon before, and I noticed that because I, I didn't get into watching it like you guys probably did, but the top five – um, place getters were all within 15 seconds. Wow. And I yeah. just thought, fancy being able to run that fast and still getting fifth. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> I, I wonder what shoes they were wearing because I didn't really um, get right into it. If they're all, all wearing the same or nobody mm. knows. It'd be interesting mm. to see what, the, what they wear. But, um, hmm. Yeah, but, and one thing for you is never take away the credit of the training that and the work you're doing. You know, like I think you even just said, "Oh, the shoe," but you're doing you're doing the running, right? The shoe's not running oh, for definitely. you, so yeah. you are going out and doing that session. So, like, yeah, give yourself the credit for the the effort that you're putting in, um, because there's a lot out there now with people going, "Oh, but what shoe were they? Like, was he in or?" No, no. Darren's running the bloody race and he's putting the effort in. So I, yeah, I got the, the local guy at the cafe. He, he had like to have a joke that, oh yeah, but you got those alpha flies, haven't you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, just a bit of a joke. <laughs> but I, I, I think they're, yeah, they're really good. Really good to have the right gear, I guess. And and it's just like the right nutrition and and yeah, you know, hydration. It's all, all part of it. Spot so, on. And, and Darren, right you've been amazing. I, I need to. Yeah. But, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. You've, you've, you've hardly had any injury, you know, since your yeah. psoas, which really was bad. Since then, I can't think of anything that you've really come on about injury since then. I mean, you've, you've done incredibly well this year to be doing the amount that you're doing and yeah. the sessions that you're doing. And and remained injury free. That's amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with where it's all going. You know, I do get injuries, yeah. and and then I sort of look after that and niggles. I, I did a, a yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I guess it's niggles. I did a park run the other day, and I, you know I was going to go to Madurabar Park Run, and I was like, no mm. no, nah, nah, I'll, I'll go to the one that I'm familiar with, and then I seen you went to Madurabar. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> which I never go to, but I did this week. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and and I, my hammy was annoying me, so I just held back, and I was, I even, I was thinking of Erwin when, um, this guy come running up next to me, and and I said, oh, what are you, what are you trying for? And he says, oh, I just want to finish, and and he was he was doing all right. So I said, oh, how about we just go for four minute and pace and we'll just sit on that. And, uh, and, um, and then he, um, he beat me in the end. I just coming up to the last hundred meters and I'm just like, oh no, you can have it. 
I'm not going to push myself just to beat somebody. So I it's thought good. That, that was a bit a good of control, thing. you know. It is. It is. Yeah. Well done. But um, You're becoming an experienced runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I, and, and the, um, the race director, he said um, you can get this, like, um, little gadget, I forget what it's called now, and it just puts an electric pulse through you um, to fix your hammy. I don't know anything about that. TENS machine. It's a yes, machine. that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, they, are they good? Are they, are they worth it? Or is that, a, is that another new... Mate, I reckon go down to the beach tomorrow. <laughs> throw a hundred bucks for on... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds All like right. you went... Yeah, you were chatting with someone trying to sell something at a, yeah. at a running event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you think he might have had one there in the car? Oh, yeah. he could sell me if I... Hey, showed any interest. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, oh, and I've just got a, a quick thing. I just wonder if I could throw it in, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we're two weeks to Christmas, and I thought I'd throw it out to all of you uh, on the panel. Mm-hmm. If someone, mm-hmm. if you had to choose, just just randomly, so you, you, I don't want you to think about it. We just cough it up. If each one of you had, <laughs> you know, had a choice, to, just to choose something that you'd like from a running perspective, from Santa this Christmas, what would you choose? I'd like to, Sandy, if I can get that from you first, and then Jackie, and then Darren, and Owen. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you'd like from Santa this Christmas. If you could, if you had a wish and you could get something that's running related. Like an item? Choose? Yeah, an item. What would you choose? Oh, jeez. Oh, God, Wayne. Oh, I mean, the first I'm, thing I thought I'm was, oh, well, I probably need a new, I, I probably I'm, need a new running bra. <laughs> Yes, like a spell. Like, like if somebody could come up with a really good one, I, I, like ask Bronwyn about this. We discussed this before. You could make millions. I'll ask Bronwyn. Okay, yep. Oh, that's what I wanted. You know, yeah. Um, let's on to you, Jackie. What, what would you uh, like for, from Santa this Christmas? Can I, can, oh, after oh. this year, can, can I, can I please ask to be injury free? Injury free. Okay. <laughs> That's a big wish. That's a big wish, yeah. We'll, we'll send you some concrete powder. <laughs> Just a teaspoon will do. Thanks. What about you, Darren? You know what? I, I, I want to find a really good pair of running shorts. Because yeah. I've got I've got one good pair, and, yeah. you know I've got a few pairs that I cycle through, but there's one that are just the right, and they don't make them anymore. So uh, I, I went to the Nike store the other day, and they're just cut way too way too high. Need the Aeroswift. It's like Wayne. He yeah. needs the green Aeroswift. He, he does. Need no, the no, green no. They're, they're too Larry, <laughs> and and they're cut too high for me. I'm I'm not not twenty five. What are those budgie smuggler things that they were wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Can we see Darren in that? <laughs> so, so I'm trying to find where the old, who's got the old pairs. Oh. Yeah, before oh, okay. they change the cut. That's annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Owen, what about you? Oh, I'll be cliche and I just want another year of consistency. Yeah, of course. No, an item? 
Come on, guys. You Jackie are not playing the game here. Yes, come on, guys. An item. Like, I don't really... Something something that you can put under the Christmas tree. Well, I just got new headphones. I just got new sunglasses. I kind of went early on Christmas, to be honest. (laughs) You are a little I I went before Christmas. I've got a new hat. I've I've set myself up before Christmas. I, I think I've made a mistake here. Okay. Well, I wonder what's what? well after Christmas we're all gonna chat and see what we did get under the tree. Oh, uh, what did you get? What about Jackie? Jackie, do you know what? If I could get an around the world ticket, COVID exempt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wishful uh, ticket. <laughs> You've got to be a politician. <laughs> yeah. What's yours, Wayne? Well, I've got a secret one which I've been asking for for years, but no one has come up with it yet. And I think maybe I should look at it. What I do is whenever I run, I've got about five pairs of Oakleys. I love Oakleys. I have to run with them for the win, am I? Do you know what I wish for? Now, I'm telling you all my secrets. but okay. this not, is what I wish not many for. people listening, so it's just us. Not many people. <laughs> but you know what I wish for? Do you know how much time we spend in a marathon? Or even, even more than that, in an ultra marathon, looking at our watches. Checking our mm. pace, checking mm. our splits, checking our mm. heart rate. What I Your wish Google for. Glasses. No, what I wish for is I wish for a pair of Oakleys where I could just have a Bluetooth connected to the inside of my screen and I can see all my splits on the inside of my glasses. <laughs> How good would that be? How good would that be? You know There'll be a teenager for? listening somewhere that's going to create. <laughs> that's How good us. would that be? You know what I'm saying, Sandy? I can see my heart rate. Yes. I don't have to look at my watch. I go through each K. Okay, that's about three thirty. Okay. That's about three thirty-one. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, that, you know, and how much energy would I save in a marathon? Oh, and think about that. <laughs> think about that. That's my that's for Christmas. All I want for Christmas uh, that if any of you guys know anyone who's got some, you know, who uses those guys. You got, you know, the well, these, obviously the guys astronauts go to space it's in their helmets. Mm-hmm. They use it. Same thing. Same thing. Yes. Why could you get that for runners? Exactly. Why did you just have to it? Yes. And you watch next Christmas, that'll be out in the market, man. I could be a millionaire. If there's anybody out there that has a prototype, we'll be happy to test. <laughs> Wayne will be happy to we'll be, test it. Yeah. yeah. But what do you think of that idea, guys? That's enormous, isn't it? Don't you think we'd save so much time? We could, yes. How much time do Darren? How much time do you spend looking at that garment? Oh, oh, I don't know. It's there sometimes. Oh, you lie. <laughs> no, Wayne, you know why Darren and I don't? Uh, because we can't see our watches so well yeah. anymore. <laughs> I, I so it would it. be very good for us, let me tell you. No, there's <laughs> nothing, Wayne. Yeah. That is, that's a lot better than when you're running in a race and all you hear is split pace is five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Going, oh. oh, somebody's no, forgotten to please. it all. <laughs> and they have this thing that goes every kilometer. Split pace is five minutes. Oh, oh no. no. Well, guys, on the next chat, when we get together on the new year again, we'll all reveal what we got. I agree. I bet you we all get something running related for Christmas. Okay. Owen, I'm, I'm keen to hear what Owen gets because he, he seems to have everything. I've just sorted myself soon. out. I've actually kicking myself here. Because I just got some new work, like you, Wayne. I always need sunglasses, so yep. I updated mine. Um, yep. What have I done this for? Like this? 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I know there's certainly somebody who's smiling now. So I was going to say Santa in our house is smiling because she's sitting there going, "Well, he got everything he wanted for himself." So. He's sorted. He's sorted. <laughs> yeah, he, we can write, We sorted. can cross, cross him off the list for Christmas. Uh, I'll probably just no. get Bunnings vouchers, which will end up going back into the house anyway. Uh, lovely. All right. Well, if you're still with us, we are. Uh, Thanks for coming along for the ride in 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah. We hope we managed to keep you company for a couple of hours every time, as this yeah. one is just short of ticking over. Um, we've thoroughly enjoyed it, and thanks for taking us along with you. Um, I know I pretty much speak behalf of everybody here. Um, we just love it. You know, this is an yeah, armchair absolutely. ride. It's like us sitting around a coffee table and having a chat. Um, works yeah. for some, doesn't work for others, but you know, that's what choice is about. And we'll continue to do it as much as you guys want us to. So, Absolutely. and until we get a race day. So, well, yeah, hopefully um, eight months. <laughs> that's it. Um, please, everybody stay safe. We want our listener base to return um, mm -hmm. to where they are in 22. All you guys as well, please stay safe. Look after each other. Um, be responsible. Make the right choices. Um, eat a lot. And yes. train a lot. You know. And don't be scared of change. Yeah, don't be, don't be, don't be scared to have fun as well over this Christmas period. You know, like yeah. you've had a big year, so yeah, enjoy, Merry Christmas, cool. Happy New Merry Year, Christmas. Yeah, uh, bring on yeah. all Merry those Christmas resolutions that will finish five days after we set them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Cheers.